They called it Black Monday. No shit. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back into the Fantasy Stock Exchange. Nick and Bush coming at you for another Black Monday episode. Today, we're testing out two of the most common redraft strategies that you're going to see in fantasy football this year. Um, Basically, the initial idea was to describe these strategies, say whether we think they're effective or not, give you a lot of hypothetical situations. But we figured it's probably more effective to just show you the strategies. Let's use them in a mock draft and see which team we like better. Whether And the two strategies, I didn't even mention them yet, are going to be zero RB, and zero wide receiver. So play that intro. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. We're going to start with uh, zero RB. We're going to go through a mock. Um, a little bit shallower of a bench than you'd probably ideally like, but to make sure we get through these pretty quickly, we'll, we'll uh, make the bench a bit shallower just so you guys can see the kind of general idea. Uh, Nick, how you doing? Doing great. Yeah, I'm uh, specifically really excited to check out Zero RB just because I know not only myself, but pretty much everyone has decided that this year running backs early is the move, you know, and so oftentimes, you know, zagging when everyone else zigs, you know, for the cliche of all time is the move, you know, and so if zero RB, I, I just kind of want to see how it plays out. I've done it a little bit in preparation for this, and I actually kind of like uh, where it goes. So yeah, doing well, excited for this. For sure. Okay, so I'll break down um, how we're going to do scoring and whatnot. So we're going to go full PPR. We're going to have one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, two flexes, and five benches. As I said, the benches will probably be a little bit less than what you would normally play in. But other than that, it's pretty chalky. We're not going to get into a, a super flex draft. I think it just it, it kind of muddies the whole point of this of these two strategies. Maybe in on a future episode, we'll, we'll do like a quarterback early type draft or a tight end early type draft. But uh, we're just going to stick to the running backs and receivers for this episode. So let's uh, we'll start the draft here and let's get this going. So we're picking fourth here. So I made sure to give us a pick where we were going to have a lot of running backs available. And looks like the top three went as I have the top three, not necessarily Zeke at two. But, um, yeah, those are my top three running backs. So I kind of expect those guys to go off the board. Uh, who are you like here? Uh, for me, I'm either going to go Kamara or Cook, kind of, of course. I think Eileen Kamara, I just, uh, I love his upside. I love him as a player. You know, it's last year he was injured most of the year and he still was dominant at the beginning. Uh, so yeah, I, I like Kamara. For sure. And I'm going to go, I'm going to go Alvin Kamara as well. If you want access to uh, my rankings, as well as all the other guys' rankings on the site, there will be um, uh, tabs for each of our rankings. So you can definitely check that out if you're more interested in, I don't know, maybe you don't like my opinions. You like what Lucas says better then you can check out his rankings or whatever. So we're going to go Alvin Kamara here and we'll see who's fallen to us in the, um, in the second round, the round, the part of the round that we're going to be picking in makes me a little nervous doing zero RB or zero wide receiver here. Okay. Maybe not because Miles Sanders is on the board, but normally if we were stuck with between Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been excited about it to be honest. Yeah, I can't. It fell well for us. You know, this is uh, this is what we hope for. You know, yeah. I think it's a, a clear selection here. Miles Sanders. Yep. 
Agreed. And uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs, I would have been even more mad if Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders were sniped right before us. Oh, man. Yeah, I love Josh Jacobs. And I do too. Uh, here, I'm just going to say, I know you're not as big on Fournette as I am. I, I really actually like Fournette, especially in the third round. So that would be my clear decision. And if this is where I'm at after three rounds, I'm stoked. Okay. So as I said, we're doing a zero running back strategy. So we technically can take a quarterback or tight end early. It's just we can't take receivers. So I just want to look at the other positions just to see what's there. And Lamar Jackson's still on the board which he's my number one quarterback. So that intrigues me a little bit. I don't know how you think about that. I'm guessing you don't want to go that direction, but yeah, the, no. the main two tight ends are off the board. If one of Kittle or Kelsey was there, I probably would have considered taking them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could, could, I could be open to that. Uh, I do like in like a zero wide receiver strategy, taking care of one of the onesies early, just so it's like in theory going into the year, you've got two positions that are just locked down and taken care of. Uh, but honestly, I prefer in a – this is zero wide receiver. In a zero running back strategy, I like taking a tight end early more than in this strategy. For sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, much to my chagrin, we'll, we'll go with Fournette here. I'd probably – if I had to pick one of these guys, I would probably pick Jonathan Taylor. He's my highest rated guy. Um, but, I mean, given that we're going to – the team construction that we're going to have is we're, we're not going to have great wide receivers, so we probably want to have heavy contributors right away, and Fournette definitely accomplishes that. I'm uh, I'm okay with it. Damn! Oh, we just missed on Jonathan Taylor. That would have been that would a real nice. smash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I I don't mind Mark Andrews there. I mean, I'm I know he's he's been like a missile, you know, headed for the top of the earth, and uh, I'm kind of uh, not sold on if he's going to be able to meet it. But I I don't mind Mark Andrews. Uh, I don't Le'Veon like Bell. Eh, I don't like these running backs at all. My, yeah. my rated running back right now is probably Ronald Jones, which is not a good sign considering he's like a seventh round pick. So I, I don't like any of these guys. Like maybe if you want to go, because given that these guys are going to be flex starters for us, I guess like I don't hate James Conner or Le'Veon Bell if they're flex players for you, but I still don't want to take them. So um, I, I'm yeah. let's go Mark Andrews here. I, I definitely I think there's a tear break after him uh, down to Waller. I agree those guys i agree okay so one more you know basically going in with the zero wide receiver strategy we don't want to take a wide receiver until round six so for everyone this is kind of like the last uh running back selection kind of um i don't know it gets it clearly is a little bit ugly here um yeah. but I mean, Le'Veon Bell, at this point in the draft, you know, at round five, he's going to get a lot of touches. Uh, James Conner, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of concerned about Conner and his workload yeah. this year. I just – I don't know. I think I believe in Anthony McFarlane more. This is kind of like a hold-your-nose pick. Maybe you reach for Cam Akers, not in this spot, just – out of, I don't know. Probably it's Le'Veon. Probably I think. Yeah, I, I think it's probably between James Conner. I'm not touching with a ten foot pole, so he's not. I don't, I don't like him for me. I, I like. I don't want James Conner at all. David Montgomery is the only other guy I'm really considering here. I I've been on record saying that I think Cam Akers is going to have a, a bad rookie year because of the way he runs. He doesn't have the offensive line to support his running style. You can dance around the line of scrimmage in college, but you can't do it in the NFL. So. I'm, I'm a little out on Cam Akers for redraft purposes this year. In Dynasty, sure, I, I still think he's got a bright future ahead of him. But I'm gonna go, I think I'm going to go Le'Veon Bell here. If he's, if he's your second flex, 
I mean, you're getting, you're getting 18 touches plus from your second flex spot, which is, I mean, not much more you can ask for that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You know, I think the Jets line's going to be way better this year too. And so he's like, he's a boring, a boring pick uh, that I don't really like, but I think it's, it's a good pick. Okay. Side note here. I, I, I'm not a quarterback early guy. But Kyler Murray and Deshaun – Deshaun Watson's my quarterback three currently, and Kyler Murray's my quarterback four. So at this point in the draft, if you do want to take a quarterback early, this is about the time I would be looking at these guys here. But, again, like we've mentioned, don't take quarterbacks early. It's not, it's not really necessary. So we're going to look at the receivers here. And I, I, I don't, I'm interested to see your approach to this. When I, when I go a zero-wide receiver strategy, I know some people go for guys like the guys that are on the board right now, Jarvis Landry's, the Tyler Boyd's, the guys that are going to give them safe floors. I, I, I don't draft like that with receivers. If I'm going zero, like wide receiver, like I'm fading wide receiver, I'm going to pick boomer bus guys. But um, who are you looking at here? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm all about ceiling in general with my wide receivers. So uh, as we kind of look at this screen, um, I, I mean, I like Tyler Boyd and, and all, but honestly, I like either Hollywood, like Marquise Brown or Will Fuller. I like, I love Will Fuller this year. I mean, if the dude can just stay healthy, uh, but I like love Will Fuller. Uh, Brandon Cooks has a lot of potential upside. He's very scary. Um, so yeah, I think Eileen Hollywood or Will Fuller, uh, gun to the head. I, I probably honestly, I, I go Will Fuller, I think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we pick in another, I don't know, six, seven picks. So to me, I'm almost can. I think Landry is like better than all the guys on here. Personally, Jarvis Landry is higher than everyone on here, mainly because I don't believe in Odell Beckham Jr. One bit. So I Jarvis Landry is a tear break for me. So if it were me making the pick, I would say go Jarvis Landry. Cause I think one, if not both of these guys is making it, making it back to us at about seven or eight picks. So. Okay. Take Jarvis. I don't hate the idea of getting, cause he's at least he's one stable receiver that you can count on. Oh yeah. You can go yeah, all he's stable. Your other ones. I like OBJ though. I clear a lot more than you do. Yeah, I'm not. But, I'm not high on OBJ a lot. Oh, like Jesus! Oh, they. We got jacked on both of them. Oh no. <laughs> um. Let's see. I, okay, looking at this for me, I it's clear for for me it's Christian Kirk or or Brandon. I like Marvin Jones a lot, but I think for me it's got it's got to be Christian Kirk. I like all three of these or, guys. I'm not gonna lie. Or I don't Cooks. Really care who yeah. Is. Cooks is great too. Honestly, I'm. Uh, Let's see. Let's uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Brandon Cooks. Let's roll the dice here. Okay. Yeah, we missed out on his teammate. Maybe he can finally get his head corrected. Yeah. No pun intended. And uh, yeah, and stay healthy because when Brandon Cooks stayed healthy, I mean, he had like he had like five straight years of like eleven hundred yards and like six touchdowns. Like he yep. is he's he pretty did. safe. Like aside from the injuries, so I, I definitely think he's going to be a nice beneficiary to the fact that Hopkins isn't there anymore. And especially if Fuller can't stay healthy, like Fuller's proven to proven to do from time to time, I definitely see Brandon Cooks taking a big role in that offense. Yeah, this is redraft, not dynasty. So I, I don't want Cooks in dynasty, but in redraft, like we're swinging for the fences and uh, he could be huge this year. I just want to see the uh, value at the other positions here. Um, Okay, so let's see what running backs do it because it's probably not good right now. Okay, see, I mean, Ronald Jones I love, but other than that, there's no one really on the yeah. board that I like at running back. Let's see. Um, I like I like Robbie here. I like uh, I like Sterling Shepard. Um, 
man, this is kind of a tough spot here. It's a gross spot, in my opinion. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, it's, it is gross. Uh, let's see. DP is the guy I like the most out of all these guys. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely – I'm not with you on the Brashad Berman thing. But uh, I, I would say – jeez. It's probably it's probably Sterling Shepard. Shepard, maybe I think Justin Jefferson we could get later. I know he's a rookie, but I do like him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's round eight. This is still earlier than I want to take a quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I guess I would I would probably go Sterling Shepard here. Not yeah, I think it. I like Anthony Miller, but I don't want to trust him as my wide receiver three. I don't. So yeah, probably, I don't trust uh, him. I, as much as I believe in Darius Slayton, like Sterling Shepard did out-target him when they played with Daniel Jones. So there's a, there's a chance that Dar- uh, Sterling Shepard is more of a volume guy and Slayton's more of a, a boomer bust big play guy. And I think at this point – and Miller fell to us. So he'd be my pick mm-hmm. here personally. Because I think I did um, – me and Danny did a video on, Thurs- uh, on Thursday, so a couple days ago when you're watching us, about uh, deep sleepers. And I, I kind of broke down the case for Anthony Miller and – he he had four uh four of the last seven games of the season he had nine targets eleven targets thirteen targets and fifteen targets and they lost Taylor Gabriel in the offseason. and Nick Foles is coming in who's notoriously targeted as slot receiver which Anthony Miller almost played exclusively out of last year so to me Anthony Miller could be in line for a big year he could be a, a and and since this is full PPR I think he's in line for that type of role where he could be a high target type of guy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked into Anthony Miller a ton. Uh, so yeah, I'll go with you on the, I'll go with you on that one. I have him in dynasty a couple places though. So it makes yeah. me happy to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Everyone knows Ooh. who my pick is here. Uh, uh, I assume yours is Brashad Perriman for me. For no, me, it's uh, clearly Justin Jefferson for me. Really? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, it's I like Rugs. SEC rookie that's on the board yeah, right now. I, yeah, I like Rugs. I think he's great, but uh, I think as far as for this year, I'm a much bigger believer in Justin Jefferson than Henry, Henry Ruggs, uh, especially with this weird injury thing. I mean, I know they said it sounds serious, but like the weird moving injury that he had, uh, I don't know. It, I, I just like Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Matt Ryan's a little interesting to me as well. I'm not going to lie. At this point in the draft, it's 10th round. He's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Matt Ryan. Um, I I feel like I like these wide receivers better than I have in the past couple of rounds, like as far as value goes. So I think I probably still lean wide receiver just because guys like Matt Stafford and stuff are still on the board. Like, there's a lot of good quarterbacks, but for sure. Um, yeah, cool Jefferson. Uh, I, he's someone you're, like I, I'm really like I haven't talked about him much. Um, I'm more so just pounding the Adam Thielen. Uh, drafting Adam Thielen because I think he's definitely the primary beneficiary of all those targets that Diggs leaves behind. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see Jefferson being a valuable rookie. I I love Thielen, so I just I think that I think those two are going to eat. You know, a Diggs sure. Thielen, uh, just like Diggs and Thielen. Um, yeah, I mean we. Rough. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, let's see now. Let's see. now at this point, I think Matt Ryan is the move. Yeah, yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that. That that team is gonna throw the ball like fucking crazy, man. Like, yeah, they, Todd Gurley, whether we think he's an upgrade over Devontae Freeman or not, he might be like a small upgrade over him. But either way, this team is throwing like 
600 times. Their best corner is a rookie who mm-hmm. – <laughs> I love A.J. Terrell. I liked his tape and everything. But every time he got thrown at, these people were mossing him left and right. It was uncanny how often they made contested catches against the kids. So, if yeah. he's going to have a welcome to the NFL moment when he's got Michael Thomas and DJ Moore and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin six times a year. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Matt Ryan always – he doesn't get enough credit. Um, and, yeah, yeah he, I think he was just the clear best player left. Um, yeah. Let's see. I know my pick here would be Brashad Perriman uh, personally or Henry Ruggs because I love both of those guys. I think Brashad Perriman to me has a chance to be that guy that no one is talking about that could finish like a top 15 receiver just because someone has to catch the ball there. And Brashad Perriman to me is the only like established like good player. Jamison Crowder like okay but like he's He's just a guy to me. He, he's never been that good, in my opinion. So I, I think what I saw from BP in uh, in Tampa last year, he looked really good, which I've never said about Brashad Perriman in my life. So maybe he's mm-hmm. taking a step forward in his career. I don't know. The Jets yeah, uh, offense I want to be attaching myself to, but BP is the only guy that I'm interested in from that offense, really. Yeah, I think I have a different take on the Jets offense. I mean, I picked Justin Jefferson, so let's go Brashad Perriman here, but – I, I like Crowder a lot. I also, I mean, Mims is raw, but I love Denzel Mims. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just, I think, I'm just not, I don't like Rashad Perriman, but. <laughs> All right. Um, so we haven't taken a running back in a long time, and I still don't want to take one. So <laughs> there's no one really. Yeah. That, Tony Pollard or Alexander Madison or something was on the board still, maybe even Chase Edmonds, like. These guys, yes, are are probably like handcuff slash high upside running backs, but I mean they're never going to see our lineup to be honest. So yeah, these are these are drop up. candidates. Yeah, I think stock up more on wide receivers. Like at this point, Rugs looks pretty good to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think Rugs is the clear pick. Yeah, I'm. I've been on record saying that Henry Ruggs is not just a deep threat. He has never been just a deep threat, and John Gruden knows he's not just a deep threat. He's a guy who can stretch the field both horizontally and vertically. They're going to use him in the screen game. They're going to use him on slants and dump offs and digs and like fly routes were one of his like fewest ran routes at at, at Alabama. So uh, we saw, at least I saw, as a young Tampa Bay Bucks fan, I saw Joey Galloway, who was 34 years old, get 147 targets and have a 52% catch uh, radius just because he was fast. So John Gruden loves yeah. fast receivers, and they don't come much faster than Ruggs. So, um, yeah, I, I love Ruggs. Yeah, I think he's really talented. I think uh, – yeah, I, I still – I don't want those running backs. I think – I like a wide receiver. Uh, I, for me personally, I'm not – I wouldn't take a second tight end or quarterback. So, like, I'm looking really at wide receiver still. I like John Ross uh, at this point in the draft. I know he has been uh, a lot of different things, but he's the type of guy that if you hit on in round 14 and week one or two and you see the flash, like, I mean, they got Joe Burrow coming in. Uh, John Ross had some big flashes last year for the first time. Um, He's the kind of guy I look at. Yeah, I I think to me it's uh, it's between Harry and Ross. I think I would favor Harry just because I think there's less competition for targets there. Like Ross has still has AJ green there, whether he can stay oh, yeah. or not. T Higgins is, is, is there now. And Boyd is still there as well as, um, mm-hmm. as mixing out of the backfield. So to me, I would go Nikhil Harry, even though I'm not the biggest Nikhil Harry fan. I just think he has a lot of opportunity in front of him. It really is just Julian Edelman there and James white now. So 
he could definitely establish himself as like the second or third option in that offense. Uh, let's go Harry. Yeah, that's a good case. I, I actually loved Harry last year, so. Yeah. All, All right. right. So I'm going to keep this on the screen here, and then we're going to go do the zero um, uh, running back strategy, and then we're going to compare the two teams, kind of see which one shook out better, which one has more depth, which one we'd rather kind of have going into the season. So for this one, it's the same rules, same, uh, same roster position, same scoring and everything. We're just going to be drafting from the ninth position this time. Cause I mean, if you're taking a, uh, taking the fourth position, you pretty much need Michael Thomas to be there. So I'd rather be uh, at this, at this point in the draft and, and have my options at wide receiver. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, this is the interesting one because I like like you said the the consensus like wisdom around the fantasy industry right now and and we've done this we've said this too is that this year you load up on running backs. So it's interesting to see if you don't do that what it's like. It it would probably be more realistic if we had other people drafting with us because the running backs would fly off the board even more. But mm -hmm. um I definitely want to see how this turns out. So um let's see. Okay, so for me, I I really was hoping Devontae Adams would be here. Um, yeah. That's that's who I personally want to go here. I think in a real normal draft, he's there. Uh, I probably I go I probably go Tyreek because I feel like a Julio is there in round two. At least normally mm -hmm. he would be. Um, but I don't know. Maybe in this he's not. So I go maybe. I love Julio. I probably I go Julio. Okay, so number one, my number one receiver on the year is Tyreek Hill. I think. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, to me, Tyreek Hill would be the pick here because whether Julio's there or not, I think one of Hopkins, Julio, or Godwin will be there next round. And mm -hmm. those guys are more the safety type receivers, like the consistent receivers. So I'd like to get our upside guy in Tyreek first before we get that. Because if we have two consistent guys, I don't know where we're getting our weekly upside from if we don't have high end running backs, right? So. Yeah, I yeah go Tyreek. I'm, I'm yeah. good with Tyreek, too. I love Tyreek. All right. Oh, is that Julio just fell? Oh, that is a smash. Cool. cool. Two tier yeah, one I'm receivers. That, if that works out that way, I don't hate the strategy. If you get two tier one receivers, in my opinion, the top four tier or the top four in the first tier are Thomas, Hill, Adams, and Julio. If you get two of those guys, you're laughing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, and actually, I honestly love the wide receivers right here too. Uh, would be my for me, pick. it's it's. I know you go Thielen. Mine's the smash on Amari. I like Amari here. I love Thielen. He would be my second pick, but I, I like Amari here better. All right, I made the call on Tyreek. Well, well, I'll give you Amari, even though I'm not the highest on Amari Cooper. I, I he just makes me so nervous. I hate owning him in fantasy too, and this is pretty obvious to me who's the pick. Um. Oh man, I I don't know. I I like I like a lot of guys. I like AJ Brown, Devonte Parker. Those are the two I go. One of those guys. So yeah. So if this was me drafting, everyone knows I'd pick Devonte Parker here. Obviously, not everyone's as high on Devonte Parker as me. To me, the the smash like standout pick to me is Robert Woods. I think he's pretty pretty consistent, pretty as safe as they come. Is essentially, I know a lot of people are very high on Calvin Ridley too. I'm I'm definitely warming uh -huh. on Calvin Ridley. Uh, I, we also already have Julio, uh, yeah, and I just I don't think want Calvin Ridley. Let's go, yeah, let's go Robert Woods. I uh, I I love Robert Woods. Um, what yeah, I guess what do we got going at tight end? Ah, there again. I don't I don't want to pick Andrew. Nah, yeah, let's go. I think let's go Woods. He's Bob safe. Reeves. We got nice good option. 
Cool. Got Bobby Trees now. Not bad. I'm definitely looking at one of the onesie positions with our next pick, possibly, because I don't know if we want to be drafting bench receivers before we can. <laughs> oh, DJ Chark. I love DJ Chark, man. Oh, he's really standing out right now. I do love Chark. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, no, it's not. For me, it's a no on quarterback there. There's just too many good ones. Yeah, there's. if, if it was only like Murray or Watson or something on here, I might pick that. But like Prescott still being here means we might be able to get one next round, to be honest. But I guess we can start picking running backs next round. So. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like the last. We got to start going some running backs around six. Um, I, think, I think Chark's the pick for me. I, he's my number 15 receiver. Like Boyd is like my number like 27. Like it's a huge drop off for me. Yeah. Um yeah, it would be for me. It'd be either yeah, Chark or Waller. I mean, Chark is clearly the better pick. I wouldn't want to go Waller, but it's like the classic of like wanting to get one of those onesie positions. But yeah, let's go Chark because I mean, it yeah. really he's the best pick. Yeah, I think he, regardless of position, I think he's the best guy on the board. Waller makes me a little nervous this year. I'm not gonna lie. I just don't think the volume's gonna be there for him like it was last year, and it's not like he's. Much like Zach Ertz, Darren Waller isn't the type of guy that's just going to be super efficient, I don't think. I think he's kind of going to require, like, decent volume to be um, really good. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Um, So, for me here, uh, I go either one of DeAndre Swift or Cam Akers. I know they're kind of rookies um, or whatever, but I, I mean, those are the kind of guys that might not be fired, like, right off the bat. You got to swing for if you're going. I think. I think the exactly. as you mentioned for zero wide receiver. I think there's two lines of thinking. But for zero wide receiver, as you go safe PPR guys, or you go high upside. I think for running backs, you have to go safe up, or you have to go pure upside when you're going zero running back. So to yeah, me, yeah, you get like is definitely uh, the best guy on the board here. But I do like Kareem cool. Hunt as well. But uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go DeAndre Swift. I think we can get guys to supplement like those first couple weeks uh later draft like if we have to pick a freaking chris thompson or something later exactly start james white standing out by a mile right now to me um cam makers a lot but james white's definitely someone we could start and feel very confident in in a full ppr league to me okay yeah i mean i don't know how much i I don't i feel like a lot of his value is attached to tom brady to be honest we'll we'll see i mean you want to might be proven wrong but uh kind of interested to try out like a full upside like rb strategy so yeah i just i think cam Akers. there's so much upside you could potentially have rb1 all right an rb1 let's go with the let's go with the rookie backs here we'll see how this looks yeah i think if you are doing this kind of strategy though and you maybe you're not as as oh my god james white's still on the board yeah now it's james white yeah Yeah, 100 percent. all right if that you (laughs) and you were um maybe a little bit more gun shy than we were just being there i think james white's the perfect type of guy if you're in a full ppr league to pair with um uh rookie running backs and i'm looking at another rookie running back right now and i kind of want me too jeez yeah me too jk dobbins i feel like they're just falling to it like I don't know. It, it seems risky, but God, they're so good. And uh, yeah, one of these guys, three of probably these guys, two. like one or two's got a hit, right? And James yeah, White, yeah, if none of them hit, or if only one of them hits, James White will be fine for you probably all year. So, yeah. I mean, there's Agreed. a chance all three of them could hit, right? So, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Let's go, Dobbins. Yeah, this is crazy, actually. I actually really kind of like how this is. Yeah, um, this is going really well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Everyone knows my see. stance on Keyshawn Vaughn. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not. 
I'm not there on him either. I, I would like – no, no, we haven't. Yeah, I think um, – Tenth round, Hayden yeah. I think Hurst is my top guy. Round. Yeah, quarterback. Yeah. Still, I think we probably fade quarterback here. Let's, let's go Hurst. Yeah. yeah I, Hayden Hurst, is, I'm going to own a shit ton of him. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel confident in him. You only need one. Like, he makes it so you only need to draft one tight end, in my opinion. He's super yeah, safe. Yeah, that's, that's kind of a risky strategy. But, like, I, I think you got a point. Like, I, I don't think you really need to um, – we probably don't need to look at uh, wide receiver here. No. Um, no that's my guy, right? See. There. I'm in on that. I Ronald Jones, dude. Yes, yeah. that's a slam dunk in the ele- in the eleventh round. Are you kidding me? That is a slam dunk. Yeah, that, uh, that, I don't know why. I mean, it's a full PPR. Maybe that's why he's going later. But like, that's still, it. he's my RB twenty two. Yeah, I, I, that's still in the eleventh round. He's a slam. He's a guy. He can. We can start him week one with James White. You know, okay. um, I'm thinking oh, go, Madison. Yeah, I'm thinking we go Madison or Pollard here because I was gonna say. We should go Naheem Hines just by the way that they're hyping him up so much is pissing me off, but it could be, mm. it could be true. But I think no. at this point, I think we do have enough running backs that we could get by so that I think we can go like, like boomer bust, like complete high upside handcuffs, like, like Madison or Pollard. To me, I, I like Madison the best out of those two because I yeah. think Brooke has a higher chance of getting injured than, than Zeke, obviously. So do you want to go yeah. Madison there? Yeah, I like I like Madison. I for me, Naheem Hines, I would never draft. I think he's I think he's zero this year. I really think that everything's being said about him. Like I, I think he's not good. After week three, I don't think he's gonna get touches. Jonathan yeah. Taylor, Mar- Marlon Mack is gonna catch passes before uh Naheem Hines, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Madison all the way. I'm stoked if I get Madison there. This team is looking um, like a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I wish Tony Pollard would have fallen here. That would have been that would have been a you know, smash. Jumping for if, jumping if, for joy on the board is my question. Is who? No, Chase Edmonds. If Chase Edmonds was on, oh. the board, I was going to be kind of in on that. Uh, yeah. I think we might be okay at running back right now, to be honest. Yeah, we could. Uh, let's see what we got going quarterback. at quarterback. Eh, Tom Brady's probably the. <laughs> The top guy for sure that's left or I mean I know you love Daniel Jones yeah the, the uh, early season schedule worries me Tom Brady to me is is definitely the best quarterback available yeah, I think he's yeah. the guy I've rated highest I I think we'll, we'll go Brady here let's and go the, Tom yeah round like that's probably never going to happen if you're in any kind of no because Tom Brady excitement levels are, are quite high but I mean if you're in a league like uh any kind of uh people know to fade quarterback or whatever maybe people fade Tom Brady and you can get him late like that um, let's see. Uh, I, I mean, we start three receivers. Anthony we probably get some receivers. Yeah, we can go one more. Let's see what we. Uh, probably out of these guys, to be honest, I I, I like. I like Lazard uh, the most. I was gonna say I like Lazard. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna. I I don't like the narrative of like we always want Aaron Rodgers as number two receiver because I don't think he's that guy anymore. But I do think we gotta. Yeah, this is a good team. Don't, yeah. Never mind the grades, because that's that's based on value by expert consensus. So don't worry about that. But I do like this team better and quite significant, mm-hmm. actually. Me too. I me too. I don't know how realistic this is gonna be. The J.K. Dobbins pick, especially. I don't know if J.K. Dobbins would be there and the James White one too. But I mean, if this works out for you like this, doing a zero um, running back strategy, like we should all be doing zero running back. Is is my? Is I agree. My so I agree. 
yeah, so we'll run through the uh, kind of the strengths of the team. Obviously, one's going to be stronger at the other. But, um, I mean, our running backs are, are quite solid here. We got Kamara, Sanders, um, Fournette, and Bell. The question is, is that better than Tyreek Hill, Julio Jones, Amari Cooper, and Robert Woods and DJ Chark? And I don't think it is. I don't think it is, dude. Not I don't think it's even close. Like, look at the receivers we have on this team. We got Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cook, Sterling Shepard. Just like, we got – I feel, sta- it's, uh, <laughs> I feel like it's not even close. Our running backs on this team are DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, uh, James White, J.K. Dobbins, Ronald Jones. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if three of those guys were top, like, 15 running backs. Me neither. No, I, I, uh, this is making me very intrigued. This is kind of what I was thinking at the beginning of this, this, uh, this podcast. I was like, man, Zero RB has some real potential, and this is, like, I mean, I would be cashing in my chips after yeah. this draft. And um, I think, obviously, with everything, I say this all the time, know your league. But if your league is, is anything like the draft, because I've been in dynasty drafts all, all, uh, all offseason so far, and the running backs are just flying off the boards. If your league is anything like that, you might be wise to fade what, the, what your league's, league is doing because – I mean, we got Julio at the at the what like the two oh five or whatever it was. Like you getting Julio two oh four full PPR league at the two oh five? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, to, I don't know. And to start, you, you got Tyreek and Julio. I love. I know you would have went someone rather than Amari Cooper, but with Amari, Robert Woods, Chark in this strategy too, we took five wide receivers. All of them are starting for us, you know, because it's three mm-hmm. wide receivers, two flex. Uh, all of these guys are going to start, and we still got guys like Tom Brady, Hayden Hurst kind of later on in the draft. And every one of these running backs, I feel great about. Madison, like, if Cook goes down, he's going to be one he of the be top the running backs. Team. Exactly, you know, and we've got guys to start. I mean, look at look at the guys sitting on our bench. we got J.K. Dobbins, James White, Ronald Jones. Like, I would probably go into week one and start someone like probably Ronald Jones and James White just to see, yeah, see how it shakes out. And then week two, we know more of like what DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers and JK Dobbins look like as far as their role. And uh, yeah, then we're just, uh, we're just running to the bank. Yeah. If this is, if this is the type of team, this, this to me is like a best case scenario, to be honest. I don't know if we did this a second time, if we get a team as good as this, but um, if this, if this, kind of scenario works out for you like this where you're able to get like four or five really high upside running backs in the mid rounds I definitely don't hate doing this strategy and and with all things strategy like sticking to a strict strategy is never like an, a great idea because you just completely like if you if you notice I didn't even look at running backs when we were in the early rounds and I probably should have had we not been like doing a video for a strategy episode um but yeah, I mean, like, if you want to fade running back early because people are reaching on guys that you, maybe you don't believe in Kenyon Drake or you don't believe in Miles Sanders or you don't believe in Aaron Jones or you don't believe in Leonard Fournette, if you don't believe in guys like this, don't feel like you're obligated to take them if, if, if you've practiced and you've done the research and you know outcomes like this are possible. I, I would still suggest getting your running backs early, but if everyone in your league has that mindset, then the reality is you should really be fading what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, I think for me, I'm uh, kind of rolling into the ground of, uh, I want to do more research on it, but at the beginning of the draft, I'm still, I'm going to go running back, running back, um, almost for sure if I'm drafting early, but if I'm drafting late in round one, you know, and pick 9, 10, 11, 12, maybe even 8, 
I might consider it. I mean, it's like, I, I love, I still really like Mixon. I love Eckler. I love Kenyon Drake. Like I love those guys, but uh, I might consider it just kind of based on how my league is drafting. For sure. And if I, I would say like, it's easy for me to say this, like hypothetically know your league and know how they draft. Like maybe you don't know, but I would say if you have a late first round pick, like we just did in the like pick nine or you have pick 11 or 12, just watch how your first round goes. If you're picking 11th, and only like Michael Thomas is the only receiver off the board at the 11th pick, you might be wise to go back-to-back receiver because the people in your league, like if, if you're picking 11th and only Michael Thomas is gone, that means Jacobs probably went in the first round. That means Eckler probably went in the first round. That means Sanders maybe went in the first round. Like these guys that probably, I mean, when you compare them to the high-end receivers, probably shouldn't go in the first round. They're only being elevated due to positional scarcity. So I mean, if, if, if you're able to take advantage, then definitely, definitely do that. And I'll, I'll put this on the screen so you can see it a bit more because we had the other team up. But, yeah, this team, like, it makes me nervous. Like, the running backs are definitely, all, like, solid. But, I mean, even Le'Veon Bell, like, who was our last – our last flex on the other team was DJ Chark. I'd much rather have DJ Chark in my flex than Le'Veon Bell, personally. Yeah. Yeah, I just – I don't like the team. I look down the names. I feel – uncomfortable I feel like there's going to be a lot of drops going on and me just kind of looking at the waiver wire more and yeah I just I don't I don't like it much I'm not gonna lie yeah <laughs> and, uh, this is realistic too the, the ECR is recognized that running backs are going to go early this year and it the, the mock draft uh, simulator here on on fantasy pros is, is reflected that when you go running back early it's sometimes that just happens and then by the fourth fifth sixth round like everyone's swooping in and grabbing their receivers and receiver thins out at that point so um make sure if you guys uh watch to the end make sure you guys leave a comment uh like um subscribe uh maybe if you were shocked by this because i was this is the first time i've used this strategy make sure you uh definitely voice your opinion down in the comment section and uh join the discord we're always talking talking fantasy talking dynasty talking redraft talking strategy talking trades everything that you want all that good stuff all the the boys from the team are in there nick myself our editor alex um lucas tyler danny all the boys are in there even sexy pats is in there so um, without further ado, guys, enjoy your Monday and uh, take care. Later.